time for a break. Grab a coffee, get comfy, and catch up with old friends. Join us for an easy chat on all the biggest news stories of the day on ICRT Breakdown, a bilingual 2030 policy program brought to you in cooperation with the National Development Council. Hey, welcome everybody. You're listening to ICRT's Breakdown. Come and join us as we talk about some of the topics going on in the news today, some interesting topics, mixing in some English and some Chinese together to give you the vocabulary to talk about the world around you in English, of course. And I'm one of your hosts today, Tim Berge, and joining me as always is my fine co-host. I am Paz Bueno. Hey, Paz, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank and you for I asking. And I think we have uh, two stars joining us today, yes, too. Yes, we do. Uh, joining us today are Catherine and Howard, the host of Morning Taiwan Local News. Very interesting word, that. Uh, as the name <laughs> implies, it's an informative morning show hosted on the social audio app Clubhouse. They also have a podcast, and the hosts usually discuss and share both local and global news with their listeners. So, hi guys. Hey. Hi, Tim and Pass. How you guys doing? We're doing great. great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, why don't we start the conversation by getting to know you guys a little bit better. So my first question is, Clubhouse? <laughs> Great question. You know, I when know. Clubhouse first came out, everyone was really excited about it. And then after a few months, it's like, what's Clubhouse? Mm. And so I'm not trying to diss you or anything like that. I'm just kind of curious, why are you doing this on Clubhouse and not doing it on another medium? Well, first of all, uh, it's a live podcast okay. show, a live news show. Right. So uh, Clubhouse allowed us to uh, connect one another without being able to you know have to be at the same room same time we cool. just connect with okay. one another and our listeners all together every morning monday to friday 8 a.m live so it's non-stop for two years so it's a very convenient platform for us <laughs> yeah and also for yeah. the record clubhouse is now officially available for everyone it, unlike like when it was launched two years right, ago right you had to wait was, for the invitation right? right but now it's available so it's a convenient tool and i think also people can talk to you in real time too yes so that is an advantage over just doing other types of forms of podcasting and stuff yeah, yeah. exactly it's like live calling in you know, we can take call-ins okay. from our listeners. Okay. Right. Okay. I know our DJs always love doing that, too, although sometimes you get some surprises. But <laughs> that makes the game yeah. a little bit more fun, doesn't it? It's yeah. very organic because people can leave their comment, live comments, according to the content of our show. Even their disagree, uh, they can show or type their, their, their comments or their thoughts yeah. into our chat rooms. Yeah. And right. we can noticed, read their comments. I notice that your listeners are all actually pretty active uh, interacting yes. on the chat rooms as well. So yeah. that's pretty cool i've listened to their clubhouse and um, have you been pounding away on the no i'm just uh you know i'm just a too? lurker i'm just lurking there listening <laughs> okay. to how i can improve my own podcast shows <laughs> and the other thing i'm kind of curious about is how do you choose the subjects you want to be mm. talking about and where do you get the information because you know sometimes i'm the same problem like i want to talk about stuff and then i realize oh no i have to hunt for the information forget it i'm not going to do it mm. so how do you guys handle that so every morning we oh. <laughs> howard kind of has a look of <laughs> a blank look on his face so i'm a little concerned right now <laughs> so luckily we have a great uh, producer working with us every day Ooh. so i don't know what time uh, she go to bed or uh, she doesn't go to bed uh, uh, maybe I don't know <laughs> yeah. uh, so she basically scouts all her information online uh, maybe from the news channel she's subscribed to and gather a sort of a news clip for us to choose from uh, that becomes our topics every yeah, day that's our newsroom 
So it's yeah. a line group. Okay, so like the oh. two of you are not even sitting, talking face to face. You're doing this all online. Yes, exactly. Okay, it makes for a convenient conversation. I mean, because sometimes it's nice to be able to, like, you know, like I can talk to Paz face to face and we can kind of share opinions. How does that work out doing everything over line? I think interesting when the show first started, it's during COVID, COVID time. The COVID situation prohibit like people and people gather together in exactly. the same exactly. room, same time. So we started from that. And we do so many conversations, uh, just online chatting. And luckily, we don't have any boo-boos or glitches. <laughs> <laughs> you love that word now, don't you? Boo-boos, uh, yes, yes. We are in this new show. We didn't have any that's a Chinese title of our show, Morning Taiwan Global News. A lot of people ask us that, actually. Global也要local，所以我们就觉得说很适合用网络的方式来做，啊，用live也很好。So with your listeners, are they more interested in the local news or the international news? Oh, definitely, yeah, international, international, oh, really? mainly, yeah, because yeah. that's one common criticism in Taiwan that the media is not international enough. So you guys are doing your bit to make the news more international. 应该是让更多的国际的新闻出现。But funny things that uh,现在很多的事情都 intertwine together. You cannot definitely, well, this is international news event, this is local Taiwanese news event. You cannot separate anymore. Especially as recently, I think Taiwan is getting more and more on the international stage. Like more and more countries are paying attention to what's going on here. So Taiwan现在已经是 most certainly is, for good or bad, that's right. But I think we need to get back to the topic at hand for today, which I think Paz may know what that is. The reason why we've invited you here is so that we can talk about the G7 Summit, this year's G7 Summit. It's being held from May 19th to 21st in Hiroshima, Japan. So as you guys are all familiar with all these international matters, these global events, we want you to help us understand exactly the importance of the G7 and what we can expect from this year's summit, the G7 summit. Right, so the G7 summit, it's France, United States, UK, Germany, Japan, Italy, and Canada. And as you just said, they're meeting in Hiroshima, Japan. I think also the EU joins in too as, as they say, a non-enumerated member. So that means they're a member, but they're not mentioned. Okay, you explain that to me. Um, and it's kind of interesting. The G7 didn't start out as the G7. I think it started out as like the G4, actually. Then it was the G6. Mm-hmm. But it kind of grew out of the, partially out of the oil crisis of 1973, which I'm sure all of you people here are too young to remember that. But actually, I was around back then. And, you know, that was oil prices were going through the roof due to unrest in the Middle East. Mm. And so I think, you know, the international main economies of the world, they felt a need to kind of come together Mm. and start creating some policies to meet that situation. So how has it kind of evolved to today? As you mentioned, like it began kind of like as a group of these economic powers, you know, they're gathering together in order to solve these different global crises. They're addressing these... Or at least to exchange ideas. Right, exactly. And then after that, year after year, is that they would continue gathering and they would continue addressing all of these concerns. Yeah, and 
exchanging ideas. I think that's the most important thing. Yeah, and also I think Taiwan is now the focus here, like、mm. one of the focus here for G7, and that makes it more and ever more relevant for us, especially during the foreign ministers meeting, because under G7 there is the like. Many, many, many meetings, and also side conferences、mm-hmm. uh, outside of the ministerial meetings and all that. And recently, they just made an announcement saying that the peace and stability of the Taiwan Strait、mm. will be the interests of all the seven countries or seven economies participating in the G7. Yeah. Right. So, although Taiwan is not part of G7, the interest or at least the peace and stability of the Taiwan Strait is definitely a key focus here. Yeah. Just like. Like Tim mentioned that Taiwan right now, for good or for bad, has become the center of the tension of the globe. And right now, I think the G7 as a group is trying to have a united response toward these global threats, and especially after the Russians' aggression against Ukraine.、Mm-hmm. And also,、uh, the location they're choosing this year is also very relevant, important this year. We can talk a little bit about that. Um, because now Taiwan, especially in the Asia-Pacific region, the importance is becoming more and more. 战争之后，台湾在面对到的威胁，国际可不可以整个联合起来，有一个具体的行动？我觉得这些包括了疫情之后的挑战，都是今年为什么 G7 啊、呃、再次组织集会起来是非常重要的原因。嗯、mm. ，All right, before we continue, let's backtrack a little bit and explain what is the G7. So Tim has already mentioned, so they are it's an annual event where leaders from France, the U.S., the U.K., Germany, Japan, Italy, and Canada discuss policy coordination on. Various issues, so it is a collaboration between some of the world's biggest countries. Big countries. So they are world powers. We talked about France, 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 参与，我觉得就跟乌克兰战争有很大的关系吧。I think as opposed to NATO,、mm-hmm. 它是一个呃北大西洋公约组织是一个非常强调成员一定得在所有的规范里头的。但是呃 G7 或是这个以后不知道会 expand to G how many 呃它有一个 inclusiveness， 就是希望可以容纳更多的多元性的声音进来。所以就算他们不是在约定成章法的这个规范里头是成员，但是今年就特别被邀请进来的 participants 也很多。Yes. So, like invited countries also include Australia, Brazil, Comoros, a country that I had to check Wiki for that one. Me、yesterday. too.、Uh, so it, they're the current African Union chair. Then the Cook Islands, who are the current Pacific Islands Forum chair, India, Indonesia, South Korea, and Vietnam will also be participating. And as Howard mentioned, some of the ministerial meetings,、mm. some of the closed door meetings between yes, exactly between officials and things like that. And it's also interesting that the core of the G7.、Mm. Not only are they industrial nations,、mm-hmm. but the nations all share some common values. You could say、mm-hmm. they're all democratic nations. They're all trying to be more inclusive with their in their voices and what they do. So I think you know it's more than just economy, which is playing an important factor here. But you can see with some of the other people who are joining on the sidelines, they're obviously very strong economic powers,、mm-hmm. especially here in Asia. You know, South Korea, Vietnam; those are all very strong economic voices too.、Mm. 
Um, moving on to the location of this year's G7. So, how Jin Yan is in what city? This year's meeting is taking place in Hiroshima, which is more widely known for being the first military target of a nuclear weapon in human history. There is a huge significance in that. Um, it's so interesting because on May 8th, Russia just announced they want to extract people around a nuclear plant, we, and we we're so worried when we heard about this news. We're so worried there is going to be an intensive military combat around. That nuclear plant area, so I think that raised awareness on this topic. And that was nuclear plant in Ukraine. Ukraine.、Oh. Yeah. Actually, on May 8th, just on May 8th, Russia just announced a directive that they want to extradite people from Ukraine to Ukraine. Now, there are 1,000 people from Ukraine who were affected by nuclear plants. Among them, 600 are children. After receiving the directive, they will have to leave the nuclear plant. Of course, everyone is worried that there will be a nuclear conflict in the area. Yeah, when people are talking about it, you know, whether it being nuclear weapon or nuclear power plant, you know, people are quite sensitive about that. Here in Taiwan, also in the north, right, there are nuclear power plants. That's why you know we care about this so much. Yeah, and also recently, I just noticed that in the news, something happened in New Taipei City. Yeah. Yeah, like some legislators they questioned the New Taipei City mayor, which seven are the G7 <laughs> countries? That's actually a challenging question. And- And he couldn't answer. Can't answer. Right. So you know, people are like, "Oh, you you don't know anything about G7." He can't. Can't. Cannot. He can't. He can't.、Oh. Yeah. But then he realized that, hey,、uh, because he mentioned South Korea,、mm-hmm. but definitely South Korea, as we just、it's、talked not, about, is not an official member. But it's you know joining some side meetings as well. People I mean, can be <laughs> tough question to be asked、On、without spot, any preparation.、Right? Yeah,、right. like we know which countries are in the G7 because we because you wrote it, it down on this piece of paper. <laughs> yes, exactly.、Okay. We have a script. Still, is really interesting that someone who could potentially be a presidential candidate、yeah. does not have. You know,、yeah. a base kind of knowledge. knowledge. Yeah. yeah, we should invite him to listen to your show. <laughs>、oh, yeah, yes. Well, we'll get him、so、informed real quickly. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But I think at the same time, it gets a little confusing because, like we said, okay, it's the G7. There's the core members, but then there's also the EU, which is an observer, a, a non-enumerated member, whatever that means. And then you have all these other countries who are joining too. So it does get a little confusing. Who exactly is the member and who's not the member? Mm-hmm. So I could see how someone may get a little confused about that.、So、right, right. I guess I won't、uh, judge. I, I, I won't judge him too、uh, harshly at this moment. <laughs> yes, he's probably thinking about other things. Not. I hope so. I hope so. I hope. But I think it's also interesting that you brought up the fact that Hiroshima, which was the first target of the A bomb,、um, and so there's been calls this year with、uh, it happening in Hiroshima and the U.S. President Joe Biden going there, that the U.S. Reaffirm his commitment to disarmament, getting rid of nuclear weapons, and also that the U.S. won't be using a nuclear weapon first in any conflict. So I think you know we can't escape nuclear weapons and what. You know the history of Hiroshima and the last, you know, century.、Mm-hmm. And we've seen multiple times the nuclear free world. This phrase and this key、uh, vocabulary have been shown so many times on different news articles and news events. That is the goal G7 is working toward to achieve. So I think this year this location means a lot. This year's G7 is held in Guangdao. That its main attractions are because it is the first nuclear weapon in history. 
轰炸的地方。Yes， 对。那所以他今年举办在 Hiroshima， 也就是 as Tim mentioned， 就是 they want to kind of symbolize or cement their commitment to you know let's all not non-proliferation. Exactly.、Mm, let's、right. let's、yeah. avoid using nuclear weapons. Let's not use it as either a threat or you know as a result of disagreements between countries.、Mm. Mm-hmm. 这几年真的是讨论越来越多，就在讲这种核子武器或者是防止核扩散。Proliferal,、mm-hmm. non-proliferation.、Yes. Yeah. Okay. What are the topics for this year's meeting? So we already mentioned the nuclear disarmament is one big topic. We've also mentioned that you know this year the the Indo-Pacific, especially peace in the Taiwan Strait,、mm. is going to be another focal point. And I think Catherine just mentioned to Ukraine. Yes.、Mm. Ukraine is going to be an important.、Uh, Talking point:、mm-hmm. How to make it stop? <laughs> yeah. yeah, how yeah, to stop all these? That's not going to be very easy.、Mm-hmm. Um, but also, like climate and energy, food policy, health,、uh, economic development; those are all issues which will be discussed.、Mm-hmm. And I think these are maybe all issues which Taiwan can have interest in too. Yeah, and plus,、uh, these are post-pandemic era,、mm-hmm. and I think Taiwan has great、uh, stories and methodologies how to come back with this COVID. Whole situation, right? And and also how to handle this post-COVID situation, and how to、uh, still have the basic alert and still have this awareness, and but also let you know the border open and make economy back again. So I think on this matter, Taiwan has a lot to share too. 嗯，还有就是现在的情况，因为我们已经走出了疫情的威胁最严重的时候嘛。那我认为说，在整个面对控制疫情的过程当中，台湾有很多的很好的经验，我觉得也是很值得跟国际社会一起交流分享。Yeah. Will Taiwan have anyone on the sidelines at G7? Do you know? I think at least observation, yeah, 观察团 okay, yeah, probably not official. Yeah, and like not official governmental delegations, but definitely groups from Taiwanese organizations will be going、yeah. there. But I can share a little bit of an insider. Ooh, we, we love little, inside information. Come on, come on. I was serving in the foreign ministry for my substitute ministry service. Yeah, and there's a department that's called International Organizations Department. Yes, and they are actually involved in talks. With many international organizations, including the United Nations,、mm. although officially people know that Taiwan is not a member,、right. we probably, as we mentioned, don't have an official delegation to G7. Yet on the sidelines, I'm sure there are contacts and connections. We're not officially invited, but we've got ears. Yes, <laughs> and I hope we have a mouth too. Yes,、so、we、yeah. share our opinion, which is important.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So Taiwan has really been, I think, like a great role model.、Um, Taiwan's economy over the during the coronavirus pandemic,、uh, and then how they handled the entire situation, and then how they're handling, you know, going back、uh, as the world is is opening up again. Taiwan has really. I've been very proud of you know being here in Taiwan during these past three years. I'm just kind of curious too, though, like with Catherine and Howard,、um, since your listeners can respond to you in real time. Um, what has their response been regarding the G7? Is this something which you think is important to Taiwanese, or is it something that it's just happening out there and you know it's all these big countries, but really doesn't involve Taiwan? Well, I think it's fair to say that our listeners care. Being the above-average listeners that they are,、mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that. Though <laughs> you already said they're interested in international news more, which I think is very good. I think it's had it has been a shift. 
that、uh, the people who care about international news no longer belongs to all highly educated people or people from overseas coming back to Taiwan. I think it's more than that. That the group、mm. has broadened itself. Cool. And、mm. people want to know our relevance, our presence. It means Taiwan's presence. How can Taiwan speak and just like you said, has ears and mouth to talk for ourselves? I think that's their focus in terms of well, whether WHO, UN, or G7 meetings like these times. Yeah, yeah, people want to have our voice heard internationally.、Mm-hmm. I think that's really important because now with the aggression of China being ever more obvious, more and more people are aware that we need to have our voice heard. And for our voice to be heard, we need to be part of the international organizations. I think they now start to have this idea that we should care more about what's. Going on around in the world, and how people look at us, and how we present ourselves,、mm-hmm. right? So to start to do that, I think international news is a very important step. And I think as more countries and more people understand Taiwan's position and Taiwan's importance, they are more willing to speak up for Taiwan and to support Taiwan. Yeah, it's two way streets. And also, I would like to add on. Even when some foreign delegation, war minister, they specifically mention Taiwan, I think it's the person who mentioned about the Taiwan situation will gain so much more popularity here in Taiwan. That our people、yeah. want to know more about him or her and want to root for this kind of action.、Mm. Yeah. So you're talking about Nancy Pelosi there? Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> Name one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Yes. Yes. So, in conclusion, in a nutshell,、uh, G7, the Group of Seven, is a collective in which world leaders from multiple countries,、um, as well as some invited countries. So, it's not just the G7 members, but also some other countries、uh, who can also contribute to this international forum. They meet together and discuss global issues ranging from conflicts, 一些战争 or economic development, 他们的经济 to things like global warming and food security that affects everybody.、Uh, this year. Forum is being held in Hiroshima, Japan,、uh, with major discussions surrounding Russia's invasion of Ukraine, boosting supply chains, and strengthening efforts to meet energy and sustainable development goals. That's an amazing summation. Yes, I like. That. <laughs> <laughs> All right.、Um, any final thoughts about the G7? Are you guys? Is there anything you guys are waiting for, or any specific topics that you feel a little bit more interested in knowing about? I think you should ask Howard what other inside information. <laughs> Any insider news yes, from yes, your previous?、Yes. Pick up the phone and talk to your friends in, <laughs> in the government. You know. Well, I, I can only share that the government has been really busy in terms wow, of national、lot. defense. Yeah, very busy. Yeah, in terms of national defense, it's quite serious. But you know, I, I still think we should cherish our everyday life because we can still enjoy life as it is now. Yeah. And we have this freedom and democracy. Yeah. Right. So to be fair, I think you know it's like we should say thank you to those people who are fighting for、hard. our freedom every day. But at the same time, everybody is a part of it, right? So we're we're just doing our part, and you know we care about the news. We care a little bit more, like about international news. I think then we're doing great. We're doing our part. Yeah, because what's most important is still you know for everybody to have peace 
to have a good life. You know, that's what matters most. I think in order to be on the international stage, we first need to familiarize ourselves with the international exactly. stage to know exactly, exactly. where we stand.、Um, personally, I want to see if there are any concrete. Behavior agreement towards climate change and energy safe,、uh, energy cycle recycling,、mm-hmm. and how to use that more efficiently. Because in the past we've seen so many empty <laughs> slogans,、mm-hmm. and this year I think it's. The threat is more imminent right now. So personally, I would love to see they have a more smart solution toward this big threat. Yes. Yeah. You are very hopeful. <laughs> <laughs> It's good to have hope. It's good to have hope. We all need hope. We all need hope. Should we get to the、uh, fun part of the show? At、yeah. least the fun part, in my opinion. Okay. Which is our cat's meow or、okay. our pet, pet peeve. peeve. <laughs> so these are just anything in English. You know, maybe a new phrase you've heard that you really like or really dislike. Or maybe it's an old phrase that you've been、uh, nurturing for a long time, and you just want to share with us. So I don't know. Should I go first? As always.、Uh, well, not always, <laughs> but I thought of something real quick, and I don't know quite how to say this. But one thing which really bugs me more and more, which is the different abbreviations that people use on the internet.、Oh. Half the time, I'm having to guess. Okay, what does this mean? Or I'm having to Google search it. And also, sometimes after a while, expressions seem to change their meaning too. Okay, for example, TLDR.、Mm-hmm. Too long, didn't read. Too、yep. long, don't read.、Yeah. Too long, don't read. Yes.、Yeah. And at first, I just thought that was a, a message telling you, "Don't bother reading this; it's not worth reading." But now it's kind of becoming to mean like it's here's the Reader's Digest version. It's the con-、mm. the condensed, shortened version of the story. That's the TLDR. Yeah,、mm-hmm. like the But, summary. Exactly the summary. But you know these things are changing so much. Or you know, IDK. I don't know. It took me the longest while to figure. What does IDK mean? <laughs> you know, and it's rather simple.、Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm. Do you know IDEK? ID. I don't. I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't even know. And it's going <laughs> to kill you to type that out. That's what I don't, I don't understand. Even know. Sometimes it's like, okay, it takes you one more second to type it out. So why do you need to abbreviate it? I mean, it's four letters as opposed to I for. But, but seriously, do you? Do you, do you <laughs> okay, okay. I'm not going to do the math, okay, okay, but it's、okay. four letters as opposed to multiple. But is it really just a point that you're saving time, or you just think it's more cool, or, or because you know everyone understands it, so why not? I think it's just convenient. Really? Okay. Yeah. Because if you were using iPhone, they have this auto correction thing. Yes, right. And <laughs> you may change it completely. It, yeah, to a totally different、oh. thing, and you have to, you know, backspace and then type it again. Okay. T T Y L. I'm yeah, glad yeah. Catherine understands what I'm trying to say. <laughs> okay. Okay. Howard and Paz, you two, you guys are too, too young. young. You too don't young. understand. I'm going to climb the corner. We're always、uh, low on time, so we want to save as much as okay. It, okay. So, so, yes. Exactly. So that's my pet peeve for today. All right. All right. So. Paz,、uh, today's I, I suppose it's it's a cat's meow. It's something that、okay. I like and something that I often engage in, especially on the weekends.、Uh, hermit mode. I go into、oh, hermit、okay. mode on the weekends. What does that mean? Hermit mode means I'm just I'm going to cut off all communications with the outside world.、Oh. I'm not going to look at my phone. I'm just going to be at home watching TV, playing video games, sleeping, having a nap with my cat, tending to my little plants at home. I just I'm inside my little hermit cave. And、I、she's the wise、too. hermit up in the mountains, <laughs> living her little、yes. life all alone. Okay, yes,、wow. engaging in hermit mode. Okay, oh, I like that phrase. Disconnected, yes. yes, from these social media. Right, kind of like the digital detox. A, a little bit like a digital detox, and I actually think recently more and more I've been doing more and more digital detox.、Ah. Like I've 
than reducing my the hours in which I use my phone. Yeah, it does sound hours. like a hermit. Okay. Yes. <laughs> well, we can help you out in that regard, Paz. So in the future, when you get to the office, we'll confiscate your phone and return it to you when you leave. How about that? Wait, I need to it stay informed while oh, I'm here at work, Tim. Okay. For work. Okay. For yeah. work, yeah. Okay. For work. I need to stay informed. Okay. But Howard, I think, I I think she needs like a heavy dose of uh, detox. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> anyways. So how about uh, Howard and Catherine? What do you guys have? Well, I I will share a cat's meow. Okay, <laughs> it's called gaslighting. Oh, yeah, I think it's a relatively new word. Okay. Right. Yeah. Serious word. Yes. Yeah, gaslighting is like a way to identify that some people are doing something terrible to mm-hmm. us. Like if you are thinking that oh maybe I I do something wrong and then people will say yes you did it wrong, and you will feel bad. So it's like using a gaslight to. Uh, confuse people yes. to make them think it's all their own fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I want to bring people's attention to maybe mental health. Yeah, yeah, because some victims of gaslighting didn't know about this idea. They would think, oh, it's all their fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but when people know about this, uh, I would say trick of gaslighting, then people can protect themselves mentally. Right. Yeah. When you know about it, you're able to identify it when it's actually happening to yeah. you. Yeah. yeah so gaslighting. So important mental health lesson. Yeah. 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 So I would say that's a cat's meow. Mm. Yes, okay. And mine is a word that I've been very obsessed with. I love the term oxymoron. Uh (laughs) It's just so funny when you use oxymoron, that means you put two complete opposite words together and make a new meaning. Sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it actually emphasizes a point. Like a small giant. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. No, or, or military intelligence. Military. Oh, oh, wow. That's the old Ouch. example. Wow. <laughs> oh, oh, except for you, Howard. Okay. <laughs> Everybody else. For example, original copy that we oh, use that a lot, right? Yeah. When we eat food, we have this jumbo shrimp. <laughs> yes. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and only option. Uh, I'm seriously funny. Yes. Something like that. You put two completely different words together and then emphasize another point. Correct. I think it's so smart, so funny sometimes. That's like yeah. a great word to, to bring. Yeah, yeah. And it sounds funny too, oxymoron. Yes. You know? yeah. <laughs> it sounds like mad or something. <laughs> Anytime I hear the word oxymoron, I yeah. I don't know if you guys have seen the infomercials with that guy who's like, oxyclean, cleans everything. That's the first thing I think of whenever I think of it. Um, anyways, Amazing TV that you're seeing ads like that. <laughs> yeah. Just American ads. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Yes. A uh, passive aggressive. Sometimes oh, we say yeah. that a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Passive aggressive. Also yes. one example. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, I like I like that example. Yes. All right. Well, that was it. So let's uh, thank our two wonderful guests we had today, Catherine and Howard. Thank you. Thank you thank for your you. wonderful insights. And you have a show called Morning Taiwan Global News. And it's an hour discussion on Local and international news. All together. Yeah. All in, in Mandarin? In Mandarin, yeah. uh, Monday to Friday, live on Clubhouse. And then after that, if you're uh, listening to podcast platforms, you can also download and listen to our show on podcast. Yeah, we do have some listeners who are learning Chinese using right. our show. <laughs> well, you know, that I, I believe you, though, because like when I first came to Taiwan, I would listen to the radio a lot in mm. Chinese. Really? It's, it's a good way to does, kind of practice your language. And you hear people using language in a much more natural way. Mm. You know, because, you know, in English and Chinese, it's all the same thing. Usually when you're talking, you're using simple vocabulary. Yeah. You're not using really big, you know, dictionary, long, <laughs> impressive words. Right. No. We use those words at school to impress our teacher. But when you're talking to your friends, you're not talking that way. So I could imagine listening to a show like that, 
and maybe like a foreign friend, they already know the international news. They've read mm-hmm. it in English. Yep. They listen to you guys. They can learn how to say it in Chinese. Oh. The same as listening to our show. You can learn how to say all this stuff in English. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Two-way yeah. streets. Yes. Yeah. yes. Okay. So that was another great episode of the ICRT Breakdown, a bilingual podcast brought to you by the great people at the NDC, the Guofa Hui, the National Development Council, wanting to uh, make Taiwan a little bit more English-friendly. So again, thank you to Catherine and Howard, and of course, my co-host, Paz. You're welcome. See you guys next time. See ya. Yeah. Breaking the ice. Breaking the mold. Breaking down the news. You've been listening to ICRT Breakdown, a bilingual 2030 policy program brought to you in association with the National Development Council.